What's up, y'all? It's Tisha the Diva, and this is for my ladies. This is my podcast where amazing things happen, and we get to talk, discuss, and celebrate real women of color. This is for my ladies. It's just for you. This podcast is a place where I get to highlight not only my life dreams and goals, but yours too. I believe I was called to create a platform for myself to express not only my thoughts, but those of other women that's unfiltered and untamed. I plan to talk and discuss topics that interest me and other women. I want my audience to be engaged and aware. So any topics, email them to me at tishathediva at gmail.com. What's up, y'all? Y'all already know who it is. It's Tisha the Diva, and this is for my ladies. Welcome back, y'all, to This Is For My Ladies podcast. It's your girl, Tisha the Diva. I already said that. Y'all already know. (laughs) Anyway, y'all, I am back with season three of This Is For My Ladies, episode 47, y'all. Like, I am three shows away from having a 50th episode like kudos to me fucking snap for that anyway um it has been it's only monday 11 11 november 11 you know make a wish i guess they say that some portals and all that stuff supposed to be opening so anything that you manifest and anything that you want you know this would be the time to do it but you know them astrologists say that for every goddamn thing they say that for 11 11 for 10 10 where you been they say that for new moons and all of that stuff or whatever but anyway the time to be manifesting for your dreams is every single day every day that you wake up that's the time that you should be manifesting all your dreams and everything and if the way you're manifesting is if you're working if you're taking action if you're actually putting those things that you want to do into action okay that's the way to be a manifester to manifest your dreams is to actually put some action behind it okay but anyway y'all make sure you all like share subscribe to this is for my ladies i am streaming now on 11 platforms of course you can find me on anchor and just a little plug if you want to create your own podcast and you need a place to distribute your podcast look no further anchor is the way okay so all you have to do is download the anchor app or go on anchor.fm and it's just simple as that all you just got to do is just hit the record button put your little fancy schmancy music behind it however you want to do it but you can record right from anchor it will distribute your podcast on all the platforms and all that stuff so it'll distribute for spotify which actually spotify just bought anchor so but it'll be on spotify apple um google Podcasts, stitchers just all those places so if you google me google this is for my ladies podcast i'm telling you y'all that's where I will be and you just click the link and you can listen okay like 47 episodes I don't know if you're gonna listen to all of them I hope you do maybe you don't but you know just find whatever podcast resonates with you okay read the descriptions all right see what I said that we were talking about see who was on the podcast getting an interview done all that great stuff or whatever and just listen make sure you follow this is for my ladies podcast on Instagram and Facebook and Tisha the Diva on Facebook, 
Instagram, Twitter, and all that stuff. Maybe not so much Twitter, because I'd be going crazy on Twitter. So, last night, oh my God, speaking of Twitter, which everything hits Twitter first. People say, like, every single thing that comes out always hits Twitter first. So, when people be telling me stuff about Instagram and all of that stuff or whatever, or send me something, I'm like, girl, I seen it on Instagram, I mean, Twitter almost like a week or two weeks ago. But anyway... So, like, maybe back in February, I did a podcast episode called Emotional Intelligence. Let me tell y'all. Now, emotional intelligence is, you know, basically you not reacting to everything, not in an emotional way. Like, I tell people all the time, like, you know, I used to be, you know, um explosive now I'm expressive so you know I would anything somebody did to me or said to me I would just explode I would go off I would just do stupid stuff like bust windows out cars you know show up to people houses and jobs and all of that crazy stuff all the explosive stuff now I'm expressive so you know, I guess, you know, people be talking about the Mercury retrograde and how it has to do with stuff like the communication and transportation and all of that stuff, whatever, how communication could be off or something could happen, you know, while you're, tra- you know, tra- um, traveling, like your flight could get delayed or, you know, you might have a flat tire or anything, all that, whatever stuff, whatever. But anyway... Mercury retrograde led me to go on one of my ex-friend's Twitter page. So, I'm not going to say who sent me the screenshots. Like, I'm not even going to say it. But I'm like, you know what? It's all your fault because I wouldn't even have went there. So, ex-friend, she on Twitter talking shit like, oh, I had a friend that told me to quit hair that told me to quit hair and to move back home and all that stuff or whatever. And I was just like, you know what? This person is not going to continue to, you know, subliminally say stuff. So I was a little bit explosive, but expressive and expressive with telling the truth because you will not continue to make it seem like I was doing this or I was doing that. Or, you know, I was discouraging you from following your dreams and telling you to quit hair. No, I would never tell anybody to quit anything that I know that there's is their passion and it's their bread and butter. And if they're great at it or good at it, I would never do anything like that. And if you're my friend, I'm going to give you advice. I'm going to give you, you know, solutions, solutions to make your situation better. And if you don't want to take that, then that's on you. Like, that's totally, totally on you. But I'm over that now. I'm so much bigger, so much better. Like, I don't have time for any of that stuff. But speaking of Twitter, and so much stuff has has happened that I've seen up there. And I'm not sure if you all heard of the story about... um, the roommate who was killed by her other roommate behind a man. Um, I first seen that story on Twitter, and when I tell you it was 
tragic. Like, it was so tragic. So, people reported um, roommate and boyfriend arrested and charged with murder of college student Alexis Crawford. So, Jordan Jones and her boyfriend, Byron Brantley, have been arrested and charged with the murder of Clark Atlanta University student Alexis Crawford. Y'all, Clark Atlanta um, was my dream school. I Oh, I wanted to go to Clark Atlanta so bad. I remember being a junior in high school at Booker T, going to Atlanta for the first time and going to a college tour. Oh, my God. And then, you know, like, um, Drumline was, you know, filmed at Clark Atlanta and all that stuff. So, anyway, oh, my God. I just wanted to go there. So, according to the Fulton County Jail Records, Brantley 21 was booked on Friday and Jones 21 was arrested on Saturday. It is not immediately clear if Jones and Brantley have obtained legal representation. Alexis, who was roommates with Jones, was reported missing on November 1st and later found dead on Friday after investigators were led to her body by one of the two suspects. Atlanta Police Chief Erica Shields previously said a coroner ruled the cause of death as, I don't even know that word, asphyxiation. What does that mean? Let me look it up. Come on, say it for me. The state or process of being deprived of oxygen, so she was strangled, probably, which can result in unconsciousness of death of suffocation. So she was strangled or suffocated. Um, U.S. Today reported. Okay, so pretty much Alexis, you know, the roommate that was murdered by her other roommate, you know, Jordan Jones, who had a boyfriend that probably was staying in their room, like, staying in their dorms, probably, like, you know, probably won't even in college, all up on campus and shit, and Alexis Crawford had, I believe it was, she had filed sexual harassment charges against him, or was going to file sexual harassment charges against him, and, you know, the roommate probably... Who knows what the fuck she was thinking, but for you to kill your roommate or even help or even have anything to do with it or to even witness it, like, that is sick. Both of them deserves life in prison. What? I mean, and then he's disgusting. Like, that's your roommate, and she feels that she's uncomfortable. Like, she probably couldn't even be, un like, comfortable in her own dorm room because she got her boyfriend there all the time. He probably looking at her all crazy. And if that's her dorm, she shouldn't have to do anything extra. She shouldn't have to be like, oh, you know, oh, you're still here. Oh, I got to go and cover up or anything. No, she shouldn't have to do that in her own home, in the comfort of her own home, in the comfort of her own room or dorm room. That's sick. She need to go to jail. Like, she really, really needs to go to jail. And, you know, that's just my question. Like, Ladies, I seen something where somebody had said um, that comes from the whole theory of the the pick meism or something. Have ladies, you know, if they see other women as being a threat to their man or anything or whatever, you know, they try to they do all this, you know, crazy stuff. Like they'll change their body or their hurt someone or do something foul to someone because they want a man you know to appreciate them or to love them or not look at someone else or you know whatever but a man is going to be a man like but for you to even 
help him kill that girl. That's ugh. I don't know who I'm more disgusted with, him or the the roommate. I'm mad at both of them, but I'm that that's just a sad story, very very sad story. And um, another thing that I seen on Twitter, which um, which I'm not gonna be talking about all this negative shit because. It's so much stuff that we just go through that I just feel like as women and just black women, period. And um, I had brought um, um, Desiree up here to talk about her book and um, her being a single mother. And um, she was saying how, which, you know, I read and I think I also had even talked about it with Monica from Conscious Kingdom, how women, black women aren't. Um, consider a priority when it comes to, you know, dealing with pain and pregnancy and all that stuff or whatever. And um, there was a Twitter user that said, um, he tweeted, a co-worker just passed away. She was a black woman in her early 30s. She went to her doctor last Wednesday about shortness of breath and chest pain. He just told her to lose weight. Well, she had clots in her lungs and had a massive heart attack on Friday. Like, that's the thing. It's just like we women go to the doctor and all that stuff. You know, we complain about, you know, this hurts, that hurts. But they feel like that our pain tolerance is so much higher that, you know, oh, it's nothing. Or you might need to lose some weight or she's fine. You know, I had watched this video on um, on Instagram about this man whose wife had died giving birth to their second son. He said she was healthy, very, like, probably one of the most healthiest person, you know, that you will ever meet. And she ended up dying from, um, like, you know, abdominal bleeding after a C-section. Um, and I believe he said that 10 hours had passed, um you know, where there was no CT scan, you know, stuff was wrong, they were reporting it, but they said that she wasn't, you know, like a priority. And, um, you know, the reports were that, you know, even white women with, you know, no high school education are still, you know, treated, you know, you know, more, you know, than a, than a black woman. And then next is the Latinos and then all that other stuff or whatever, but, it just seems like to me that there literally is, you know, like a war on not just black men, but, you know, black, black woman as well. Um, for the simple fact that, you know, we bear life, we give life, you know. So I had made a video today, um, you know, I was literally in my car and I was headed to work. And I was just like, you know what? This is some fucking bullshit. Like, why am I even going to work? Of course I need money. Of course I need to pay my bills. Don't be rude, Mike. Silence your phone while I'm talking to my people. Okay? See, that's that rude shit that niggas be doing, y'all. Like, dang. But anyway, shout out to Mike in the Locker Room Podcast. Make sure y'all catch him out. He's streaming, you know, on several different platforms. It's called the Locker Room Podcast with two R's. So make sure you check that out with two T's. With two T's. The Locker Room Podcast with two T's. So 
But anyway, I had made a video and make sure y'all check out my Instagram. It's Tisha the Diva. That's T-I-C-I-A, the diva, the diva, not like the not to be confused with Miss Dominique, the diva, but the diva. But anyway, so um it literally had just hit me and just came to me like that any black woman that, you know, a, every woman should receive their education and whatever it is that they want to do. But, you know, black women just have skills. Like, we have skills. We just have a je ne sais quoi. Like, we just have it. There's nothing that that we cannot do. There's nothing that... No situation, no any anything that you present to us that we can't fix, that we can't figure out, that we can't turn lemons into some lemonade to a lemonade stand. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we should be working for ourselves or working together. You know, like I said, for those who do go to school to receive their education because there are certain things that you have to study to you know to master or you know to become a doctor or whatever and whatever it is but even still when you think about it it's just like we still who is those those the degrees for you know back in the day women they they were naturally skilled they were naturally skilled naturally traders you know oh you you do this you make dresses i do hair you know you do my hair i'll make you a dress or you know you grow food i'll cook it like how however i met however it was we just had skills so because we had skills we were able to trade we were able to find our tribe we were able to find those women that you know we were able to relate to and all that stuff or whatever now i'm saying you know i'm not saying to not get your education go for your education but after you get that education that education need to be going back into your business and whatever it is that you want to practice you want to go to school to be a lawyer, you need to be having your own practice. You want to go to school to be a doctor, you should be having your own practice. We should be coming together with those women that do what we that do what we do or, you know, have similarities and 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 working together to build something together. As women, as black women, taking like a village, a tribe, like the whole thing. And I had even also talked about how, you know, if we even didn't know what work was, would we even work? No, we would not because we like we we didn't have to work. We were so gifted that things just came to us that we were able to trade. So we were able, you know, to to have wealth, to have money, to allow things to circulate like that's just how things were functioning. Things were circulating. And once you're able to circulate, that's how you build that momentum to move. That's how you manifest with action, with circulating things. So, you know, I was just basically saying how, you know, what the feminist, the the feminist era 
was the one that separated families, that tore families apart, that, you know, made women feel like, you know, they had to be independent and they didn't need a man because, you know, the man was taken out of the homes or, you know, it was hard for them to find jobs. And then let, throw in, throw on top of the feminist movement, throw in the war on drugs where, you know, fathers are getting addicted to drugs. So they're not in a home or, you know, they are in the home, but, you know, they, they, it's dysfunctional. It's so dysfunctional. And I just feel like just the whole black community, you know, somebody came on, it was like, you know, that's just not black women, that's, that's black, period. Yes, it's black, period, but we talking about the woman. Like, we're definitely, like, that's, that's what we're focusing on right now. Like, this is for my ladies. You know, we can sprinkle and dabble a little man here, man there, and all that stuff or whatever. But the, I'm talking about us. So women go on to be single women, single mothers. And then, you know, they trying to raise children all by themselves. And it's hard. It is extremely, extremely hard. Like, it literally takes two people to parent children. Like, no woman or no man should even have to unless, um, um, you know, un, un, unfortunately, unfortunately, unforeseen circumstances happen where, you know, a mother or father may pass away or something like that or whatever. But at the end of the day, and, you know, we say this all the time, you know, just because a person, you know, has children doesn't make them a mother or make them a father and all that stuff or whatever. It's just, I don't understand what it is that make people feel that bring children in this, in this world and you not take care of it. That, for the life of me, I just do not understand that. And I just need, really, really need some help understanding that because I'm not going to lie, like, these past couple of, I'm not going to even say, like, couple of weeks, but, like, couple of months, I have literally been struggling because, like, I want to reach out to my dad and I want to talk to him and all that stuff, but I just don't under, don't know what the relationship would be or even could be. I just don't know. And because I don't know, and, be, and if it doesn't go how I want it to go, I just want us to be able to just talk, call, chill, text. You hit me up, you, like, let's go out. I hit you up, let's go out. We chill. I can tell you everything. I can share everything with you. Like, I feel like, you know, the reason why I struggle with dating and, you know, being in relationships because... The relationship with my father just is like kind is like estranged, so it like it makes every other relationship like around me like with a male figure just as goddamn estranged. Like because certain things that I didn't experience or feel is just like how do I communicate that to you? How do I let you know that without being explosive? But again, learning to be expressive. But anyway, so you have the feminist movement, you have the war on drugs, you have, you know, fathers on drugs, you have women, black mothers being overworked, 
underpaid, not being able to fully invest in their household, and then children being left with other people, and then they're being abused or molested and touched and all that stuff. It's like, we can't fucking win for losing. It's like separate and split the black family apart so they don't appear to be strong and they don't dominate. You know, like, because it's, you know, what is what Neil say? I'm a movement by myself, but I'm a force when we're together. They know what force the black family holds, like the value that the black family holds. That's why, you know, let's separate it. And that was strategically done with the feminist movement. That was strategically done with the war on drugs by placing it in our communities. Now, I'm not saying that black people are the only people that deal with this and all that stuff. But who does it really truly affect? Us, colored people. It affects us the most. And the reason why it affects us the most is because, granted, it's just like we do all of this stuff. We still go out here and get these educations, yet we can't even find a job, a white person to get a job before us. Or they don't even have the proper education, but they're getting paid more than us. Like, that's insane. That's why we need to be building our own selves up. We need to be, we really, we need to start telling the truth about these companies. Like, okay, leave a review. You don't have to be nasty and all of that stuff. You don't got to be extra and negative because there are just some people who are so negative like extremely negative like those people that go out to eat and just got an attitude and just want something free and just get mad bitch cook at home you doing all it is go to the fucking grocery store and fucking cook if you gonna come in here and goddamn complain and then you don't fucking have to and that's another thing today i went into forever 21 and i seen some nice ass shit like i seen this little this little Christmas little thing that I seen, I was like, ooh, I know I can make this shit. I'm in a mirror, I'm posing. Like, uh, yes, check me out. And I look at the price tag and all this stuff. I was like, man, I can make this. And I see an employee staring at me. So I was like, hello, how you doing? <laughs> she ain't say shit. So I put the coat back and I go over there and I walk up to her. And I was like, hi, do you work here? She was like, yes. I said, well, I said, I spoke to you and I said, hello, how you doing? You didn't say anything back. She was like, oh, um, I was like, where are you? I said, do you have socks? She was like, yeah. I said, where are they? She pointed. I said, can you take me there? Like, where are they? You're just pointing. But she probably fucking mad because she didn't want to be at fucking work either. Like, she probably didn't want to be at no fucking forever 20 goddamn one. Like, she had a little scully on her hair. She probably had her natural hair out. And her shit probably all fucked up looking how, looking like Dolomite how I was on goddamn on Instagram that they crying. Because my shit wasn't right. She probably was just in a fucked up space. Probably didn't want to be there. But probably can't even afford to call out. The kids was out of school today. Who was home with her kids? Probably nobody. I mean, I, don't, I can't say that, you know, I don't know her situation. But she, she probably want to be home with her kids on a Monday while all these white women out here shopping and spinning and running it up and all that stuff. She probably want to be doing the same thing too. So it's just, 
so much stuff that we just as black women like we have so like a long way to go and i had talked to um Sator shout out to satoria nicole she was on my um podcast with um love you love you louder um which is her encouragement house that she does have coming on make sure you Keep up with her with the encouragement house and everything or whatever. She has a lot of dope projects coming up. So make sure that, you know, you find her, search her, listen to her podcast. She had a great podcast. Um, so, yeah, love you louder. So definitely check that out. So she and I was talking earlier today. And, you know, we were just talking about how women be on some fake ass empowerment encouragement like and some women do like they are it, ugh. and i have heard like even shout out shout out to isha lipsticks and labels she was saying the same thing you know sometimes you know she didn't didn't want to do a lot of events that you know do women empowerment and all of that stuff because she felt like it was a trend and i can definitely see that because women be fake empowered you like fate empowered. How can you be empowered? But and then I can even say this for myself because how can I be empowered? But you know, I'm crying about looking like Dolomite with my natural hair, but that's a different story. Man, I needed my hair done, but anyway, you know, you tell you know, woman that a woman that you're doing something, and instead of her, you know, encouraging you, like, yeah, it's just like she got to be a miss me too. Like, oh, yeah, and all that stuff or whatever. And, like, no, that that's just that that's just too much. Or somebody doing something, you down talk it or you criticize it and all of that stuff or whatever. That's not empowerment. That's not encouraging. You're negative. And if you're in, if you have anybody that anytime you have something going on or, you know, you have something positive going on and they try to see the negative in it, you need to cut them off. They don't want to see you grow. They don't want to see you get bigger than them. They already know that you're bigger than them. And they already know that and they already feel that. They just don't want you to excel and for you to go higher. So you have to be careful. You have to be so careful about who you bring in your circle what you share with people people will think that you're taking their ideas that you're stealing something from them like and 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 that's not even the case it's like it's not even the case anybody can do anything out here people always talking about staying in your lane and all of that stuff your lane can be whatever the fuck you wanted it to be you might do something here and you know one thing that I do encourage that people just don't hop from one thing to another thing to another thing to another thing without seeing it actually through and kind of get, you know, like different entities that can fall under what it is that you do that all kind of correlates to what it is that you're doing. Like that main thing that is kind of like the umbrella and everything falls under it. Now, yes, but to just be hopping from one thing to one thing to one thing because you're not sure or you call yourself like a serial entrepreneur or whatever the fuck, like a... a what there ain't no fucking such thing like i mean that you don't know what you want to fucking do 
you're not sure what it is that you want to do. Like you're not confident to see this one thing through to actually make it your bread and butter and all that stuff. So it's like if it don't kick off fast enough, you go to the next thing. Go to the next thing. We have to get out of that. We have to actually find out what it is that we're passionate about, that literally sets our soul on fire, that we feel like that we could do every day. That if we didn't get paid ever again, that we are that we'll still be passionate enough to do it. But that's also with trade. That's with trade. Something that you're passionate enough to do for free or whatever. But you do something for somebody because that somebody has something. And call it an opportunist or a whatever. Call it whatever the fuck. Like, I'm an opportunist. But I'm an opportunist in a way that whatever that I, whatever you give me, I give something back. Like, I want you to do something for me because there's something that I can do for you. You get what I'm saying? So... We have to stop even look at, now there are some opportunist people that are negative opportunist people, but we have to get out of seeing like an opportunist, you know, as a negative thing when it doesn't always have to be negative. You just have to understand who is the person that's always on the receiving side, you know, is it reciprocated? And that's all it is it's about is just What's being reciprocated? What I'm giving out, is it being poured back into me? Into me, like two. I feel like Tiana, <laughs> the, the word stress. But anyway, it's been a lot of stuff going on, y'all. Like, ladies, make sure that you all are staying current on current events of what's going on with women. Like, there is a huge, huge deal with sex trafficking. So, and Christmas time is coming. It's cold, you know, where we're sitting in our cars waiting it. You know, to me, people be like, oh, you're supposed to sit and wait for your car. I read somewhere that after the model of the, in the 90s or something, we don't have to be sitting waiting for cars to warm up. I let that bitch warm up by the time I get down the street and all that stuff. Like... Get in your car, lock the door, and pull the fuck off. Because somebody could be watching you. Somebody could be there. Like, you just want to make sure that you are safe. Get you some protection. I believe in the state of Virginia, it is, it, the state of Virginia is open carry. Like, you can get you something. You can definitely get you something. Go to these gun ranges. Learn how to shoot. Might learn whatever it is that you need to make sure to protect yourself. Protect yourself because it's real out here. Women are getting snatched up. Women are getting snatched up. They're not only being sex trafficked, but they're also organ trafficking. Come on. They probably want them big old melons that fed us and all that stuff like that. But you got to be safe. You got to be safe. You got to make sure that you take all, like, Everything, every necessary precautions, like you gotta take it. I like, I try not to be 
you know, if I'm going to be on my phone, or on my phone talking to somebody or whatever, where I'm alert, I try not to just be doing stuff where I'm not mindful of what's going on around me. But sometimes when I'm out, I try to stay out of my phone because I want to remember that that person had a green shirt on, that person had a yellow shirt on. I don't want to be like anything happened me like I didn't see anything. No. I saw everything. I saw when he came in and he looked suspicious. All of that stuff. All of that. You just have to be observant. You have to be aware, y'all. Like, you have to be aware. So, what else? I think that was all my notes that I pretty much had. Um, another thing that I talked about on... Um, Dating, just real quick. I'm going to bring somebody up here for this episode. Like, so um, I was just talking about women being forward. And do women ask guys like out on dates and all that stuff? Like, I'm extremely forward. Like, I'm very, very forward. So if I see somebody, they look attractive or whatever. I'm going to go over there and I'm going to say something. The only thing that he could probably tell me is just that he got a girlfriend or he's gay or whatever. Like, I don't even believe in that type because I'm everybody's type, okay? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so I asked a guy out on a date. But what I'm, what I'm, ladies, because I know some ladies, this is for my ladies. I know some ladies that are not about to treat a man to nothing. They ain't picking up no tab. They ain't doing none of that or whatever. Maybe it's something that their daddy taught them. Maybe it's something because they used to give all the time or it's just in their nature. They just not that type of woman, not about to, no. This is what you do. Ask him, ask him out for coffee. Girl, when the last time, Mike, when the last time a female, well, I know you're in a relationship now. When the last time a female asked you out for coffee? Never. More than a long time. See, would, would you, do you like coffee? Okay. Co guys don't be like coffee, but you like tea? You like little croissants and all of that stuff, see? Little stuff. It's little stuff. You ain't got to spend a lot of money. You probably spend no more than about $13 in there. But if you see a woman that just shows the effort, would that make you like like a little bit interested? Like, oh wow, you know, it would. It definitely would. Guys wanna feel appreciated, y'all. They wanna feel appreciated. The last time I made a guy feel appreciated, I went and brought him a card and I brought him a journal. Cause he be up all night. He said he be having like a lot of stuff in his head. So I brought him a card where I wrote in it. I ain't back, because normally I be in Walmart, because Walmart be having some good cards. And they be saying what I be thinking and all of that stuff. But I decided to write in a card and gave somebody a journal. Like, I'm thoughtful. I'm really thoughtful, but that's just the cancer in me. Like, when I go out and I get myself something and I have a man, I'm thinking about him, and I want to get him something. But anyway, ask a guy out on a coffee date. That's what I'm coining this day. So November 11, 11-11 is ask a guy out on a date. 
National Acid got out on a date. I'm coining that. It might already be a Nash. Could you look it up to see if there's a day? <laughs> National Acid guy out on a day, 11-11. That's exactly what it's going to be. I think that's what I'm going to do. Since it's already, wait, it's already a what? A something, steak and blowjob day. It could be a national ass a guy out on a day. Like, if it's something so dumb like that. Yes, national ass a guy out on a date. 11-11. That's what I'm making it, all right? But anyway, that's all I got today. Ladies, make sure y'all stay safe. Make sure y'all stay safe. Make sure y'all stay protected. Just period. Your mind, your body, your spirit, just make sure you stay protected from anybody that is just spiritually draining, spiritually negative, that's physically draining, physically negative. Just stay protected, stay prayed up. Just make sure that you surround yourself with positive stuff. Make sure you're feeding yourself with positive stuff every single day, every single day. Make sure you're reading. Make sure you're finding out about your body. Make sure you always researching something about women, just about the anatomy or however, the makeup of a woman. Just make sure you're always reading something to know yourself, to understand yourself more. Get Get in tune with things around you. Like, get outside yourself and get in tune with other things that are around you. This week, after you listen to this podcast, if there's anything that you do, any type of skill, anything that it is that you have, reach out to a woman this week and offer your service to somebody. Like, just offer whatever it is that you have to somebody that you know might be in need. There might be somebody on your Instagram, on your Twitter, on your Facebook that might be in need of something. Somebody that you've been watching. Somebody that literally, literally needs you. Offer yourself to somebody. Pour yourself into somebody, into one of your sisters this week, okay? All right, y'all. So this is for my ladies. Again, it's streaming on 11 live streaming platforms. Make sure you check it out. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you catch me tonight at Desire Dance every single Tuesday, okay? Class registration starts at 8.15. Class starts at 8.30. And um, what else? Anything happening this week? Oh, yes, this Sunday. Make sure you all check out um, Lux Labels in Love. Um, Isha's Thrift and Tale at Culture Lounge. I'm not sure what time it is, but make sure y'all check her out. Y'all know she come with the fire-ass pieces, okay? So make sure, shit, hell, this goddamn coat I got on right now is from the thrift store. And I paid $7 for it. <laughs> ain't it cute, Mike? This is fancy, ain't it? Guess what? Route 66. <laughs> what is this?